I'm Jay. I'm Adrian. And together we are the, the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. Welcome to episode number 130 of Back in the Closet what? with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. Oh, 130? 130. How Isn't do you keep count? Well, I, I just add one every time. Yeah, but I can't remember five minutes ago, let alone what last week's episode number yeah, was. Yeah, well, um, we are, we are yeah. guys, we are like on full tilt. We've got a lot, we've got a lot going on and we wanted to talk to you guys about today's episode is called It Takes a Village and um, it's, it's talking about, and a lot of, like a lot of you guys know if you've ever raised children, um, they always talk about how it takes a village, right? We've never that raised children. Not, we've but... never raised children, but um, but about how it takes a village, how it's not just the mom or just the dad or just the moms and the dads or, or whatever, the or the or teachers the or coaches you know, or right. That it takes it takes a village. It takes a support group, um, and the same goes when it comes to our cats. Um, we have had some issues lately. Um, you guys know. I think our last podcast we talked about, and I, I can't remember if it was on the podcast or not, but our Pooh Bear, our sweet Pooh Bear has been dealing with a limp for uh, quite some time, actually like April, and it is now September. And we have done several different things. Um, we took him to a vet, um, to his holistic vet first, uh, who just so happened to be terrified of him. I think she re recently experienced maybe a cat fight or something. A catastrophe. The catastrophe of the sorts, um, because she was never scared of him before, but she was terrified of him. Um, and he's all hiss, no scratch, or hiss, no bite. Yeah, it's bark, not... no bite, hiss, no scratch. I don't know. But um, but, uh, but he can be scary looking. He can be scary looking. He's a big cat. So she um, she muzzled him. She said she thought it was bursitis. She gave him a steroid shot. Absolutely nothing happened. Um then we were like, okay, well, then let's just do well, some. Well, I, I want to back it up a little bit just because I know so many of you guys are dealing with a cat that is also difficult to bring to the vet, right? So when we're like, okay, we've got to figure out what this, what's going on here. And we make the appointment, we go in, and that was not a pleasant experience. Um, and it certainly didn't get to the root of the problem. But I have to say the ride home, because it was so stressful for him, it was like a 45-minute ride home. He was panting so hard in the back. It was such a scary experience. Um, I just felt like, my God, I never want to go through this again. So we were really praying that the the steroid shot would have helped, just fixed it, right? right? Like maybe it's a quick <clears throat> fix. Maybe it is just bursitis or stiffness or something. Right. And that's what and that's what a lot of us uh, tend to do. And we've been guilty of it as well, where it's like that was a really stressful situation when we take our cats to the vet. That was stressful. That was not uh, that was not fun for for our cat or for Very us. Unpleasant. And so we're just going to and we didn't get any answers. So we spent like hundreds of dollars or whatever it is. And the problem still persists and the vet doesn't know what to do. So I guess we just stop here. Right. But we can't, right? Because because we have to take our cats. Our, our cats are our children. They are furry family members. They they deserve the help that they need, um, and that we as cat parents need to give them. So we have to keep going. Now maybe it's not life threatening, right? This lump, this limp that we we are seeing from now, all the different places that we've uh, gone and all the different things that we've tried. Um, it appears that it's not life-threatening, which is great. We did worry that right. it might have something to do with the C word, 
right? We didn't want, and, and I don't mean COVID, I mean cancer. Um, but uh, we did worry about that just because Adrian was massaging him and found a little lump. Turns out that that's just a fatty, uh, a a fatty, fatty lump deposit. deposit, not anything at all, totally benign, not anything to worry about. So this is all good news. And we wouldn't know if we didn't keep looking, right? right. So, um, so we went to our conventional vet. Well, we did a couple things in between there. Too. Oh, yeah. So we reached out to Pam herself with Perfectly Holistic. Um, she is always our go-to when our cats are dealing with something, especially when we're not getting answers, trying to help figure out what's going on. Um, she's worked with us uh, and Pooh Bear with his autoimmune disease and has been a life changer. But we weren't really, we were still not seeing improvement with the limp. And that's when we had to pull the trigger and go to our conventional vet. And just, and we knew going in that this would mean like the sedation because they're not going to, he's not just going to lay there and be like, Oh, take an x-ray and take this view and take that view. Yeah. We really needed to have a, a look inside to see what was going on. Um, so I, uh, as many of you guys know, especially throughout COVID drop-off visits for our cats are often the only way that we can get them to see a vet. This was um, a situation where they needed to sedate him and they said, drop him off in the morning and then we'll give you a call when he's ready to be picked up, which is, also very stressful for us. We've been through a it is. drop off before. It is, but it, it needed to be done. So we went ahead and, and, and dropped him off and we let them sedate him and we let them get all the x-rays and all those blood tests blood and work. everything that he needed so that maybe we could get some answers as to what this limp was. Turns out they don't know. There were some calluses on his paws, paw pads that they uh, removed that they said could cause it, might be a contributor to it. Cats and a callus on your paw, paw pad usually is not going to cause this type of limp. Um, so we were like, well, maybe, I mean, he is kind of our big baby, yeah. you know, so maybe there is actually, you know, maybe that's, that's causing it, but they removed it. It's still not, it's still not doing anything. We're putting some salve, some CBD salve on his paw pads he, when he lets us, which he doesn't really like that. So it's kind of stressful. Um, so we're still not sure. And again, we're, you know, we're going to the next step and we're going to try to figure out some other stuff where we're guessing that it's his weight. It is an issue. Um, they didn't see, they saw a tiny bit of arthritis, but not uh, enough to really make a cat limp again. Um, so, so we're just, uh, you know, we're just going to the next step and now we're, we're going to meet with Dr. Katie Woodley. Many of you guys know and love her, the natural pet doctor. And, um, we are going through a hair test analysis and all of this other stuff so that we can kind of get to the root of a few of his issues because, the vet did say, and this is part of the, the whole um, reason for this podcast or topic of this podcast, is because um, the vet was, um, <clears throat> she was a little worried about his heart because it looked bigger. Send it off to the radiologist. It's absolutely fine. It's not a big, it's not a big deal. But they, they were worried about his autoimmune issue, which you guys know we have struggled with, um, with him or he has struggled with. For many, many, many years, like 10 years now, I think, or something, um, he has been dealing with this autoimmune issue and um, and his skin was really uh, flared up and it gets flared up anytime he's stressed. And obviously he was at the vet and, it was, and he was stressed. So his skin was really flared up. But the vets were like, you absolutely have to feed him this very special diet, this hydrolyzed protein Royal Canaan diet. Um, and so get his skin under control. Yeah, because we really need to get his skin under control. And we're we were very nice. We were like, okay, yeah, we'll think about it. Okay, we'll we'll look into it. And they're like, 
basically, I mean, Adrian was the uh, one there, but you guys know how hard it is to say no in general, like, especially when you're talking to the vet, sometimes it's just better to be like, sure, I'll take it home and whatever. But um, this was a big bag of food they had waiting for us on the counter. And so I had to say no the first time, like, oh, we're going to look into it. I really want to see if there's maybe a, a moisture rich version of a food that could be more helpful to. And then it was, oh, uh, the other person walked up and was like, oh, don't we want want to make sure that you take this? And it's like, no, I'm. <laughs> and then the tech comes out and they're like, well, probably just want to go ahead and take this uh, because, you know, otherwise you're going to have to call and we're going to have to write a prescription. And it's like, no, we're going to. It's not the money. We just so spent 11, hard. almost $1,200 on on x-rays to find nothing. But it's, it's not the so money. It's not the $67 or whatever right. it was uh, to get the dry kibble. It was the ingredients inside the dry kibble, guys. This hydrolyzed protein diet Soy protein. Is, is, is the number one ingredient is rice. And the second ingredient is hydrolyzed soy protein. Cats are obligate carnivores. We know that they need meat. Sure. Might that help his skin issues? Probably not. Probably not. But if it did, it's because he's not getting anything that his body needs and he's going to suffer from so many other things. Well, that and we really, you know, you guys. And how can you get his weight under control with right. on, one on kibble and two on no protein, say- just all carbs? You know, it's like, it's like so many of us middle-aged women, right? It's like, oh, we're going to switch up, we're going to eat healthier, we're going to do this. And then we drop like 15 pounds. We're like, awesome. I just want to drop 15 more pounds. And then we hit this plateau. And it's like nothing we do can get us over that hump. With Pooh Bear, he was 26, almost 27 pounds. We played with his diet. We got him on a fresh food diet. Those seven pounds, almost seven pounds just melted off. And here he is now at 20 pounds. But for the last three years, and we're just not able to get the rest of that weight off, which really will be, obviously, you know, cats that are obese have are carrying around extra fat. They're losing, the time is ticking off their life clock. So we want to get his, his food under control, his weight under control so bad. At the same time, we also know that, you know, this is why it takes a village. We do realize that maybe his autoimmune disease means that there, maybe he has developed a new allergy that's flaring on top of there being distress of visits and uh, some of his siblings acting out in various ways that are stressful to everyone. But being able to reach out to an integrative vet that has a background in uh, more holistic modalities that could possibly help us get to the root cause, not just of the limp, but even his autoimmune disease in general. I feel like uh, being able to find the root of it, you know, even with a lot of the stuff that we've been doing, it's symptomatic care. Oh, there's a flare up. Let's do this. There's another flare up. Let's do that. His eyes are bleeding. Let's do this. But how do we get it to stop? And I think that the frustrating thing is every time that we, go and we make an effort to try to do something. And then it's like, well, that wasn't the answer. It's like, at some point you just want to be like, oh my God, I, I'm just exhausted. Yeah. 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 Well, you do. Are we done? Is this over? Is this the, is this all that can be done? Right. And what we're realizing is that there, there are so many uh, resources out there that it doesn't mean that this is the end of the road. It's just not the end of the road. Right. There's more that we can look at. There's more that we can explore. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's always, right. So like, for instance, we started out with the holistic vet. Um, she didn't, she did not give us the, the answers that we really wanted. So we took his health into our own hands and we started 
giving them all kinds of different supplements. In fact, I have a new one here today that I'm going to start them on that just arrived. Um, but, uh, but we put them on all these different supplements. We started picking up the food a little bit earlier. So he wasn't eating, you know, going around and grazing other people's food. If they didn't fit other people's other cats food, if they didn't finish <laughs> it, um, he, uh, we, you know, we started doing all these little things, which seemed, you know, seemed to kind of help a little bit, but not the limp. And then, um, and then we go to this vet, which I'm so glad that we did. I'm so glad that, you know, even though it was expensive and we don't have any like definitive answers, um, we needed those x-rays. We needed those, we needed something that only they could do, which was sedate him safely and, and, uh, evaluate him with all the, all the stuff and things that needed to be evaluated in order to give us peace of mind or more direction. Right. And so we're very glad that we spent that money and that we went through the traumatic experience of the drop-off and got all the x-rays and everything, because now we, now we know a little bit more, right. And, and in fact, but we no, we're not going to go with the food, no. right. It's exit village. You go to this person, then you go to this person, then you go to that part, you know, like, well, it is about evaluating. I think that bottom line, is we have to take ownership of the fact that we are a cat's best advocates. And, and while there are so many resources out there, you guys know there's only you understand your cat as you understand your cat. And there, there are so many ways that we can look for, hey, can this help or will this work or maybe we tweak it this way. And bottom line is we had, we really got a lot of great news from uh, going and getting those x-rays. And the phone call that we were so desperately waiting for was basically amazing like his blood work is perfect it is his, his basically the perfect. heart is not an issue it's just right. some fatty deposits around the heart and so. there is no there is no lump you know i think that's the biggest fear is that we need those x-rays because at one point feeling a little lump it's like did it go in deeper is it attached somewhere is it yep. uh so so much good news but still no quick fix there's yep. no answer yeah so, so, so the search continues. So the search just continues, right? I mean, that's just, it, it's just part of, it's part of the being a parent in general, right? You just have to keep, you have to keep going. We would do this. You guys would all do this for your babies too. You know, if there's something that needs to be done as you can afford, you, you know, you take the steps as you, you can afford it, as you can um, figure it out. You you do some Google searches. You try to figure out new things. We're we're looking into possible chiropractic care, um, which might be able to help this limp. And mm -hmm. I mean, for me personally, a chiropractic adjustment helps with a lot of different things. It's not just your bones and your joints. It's it's literally helping so many other things, digestion and all kinds of things. Acupuncture would be a fantastic option if it were Oliver Twist, not Pooh Bear. <laughs> Pooh Bear is not going to sit still. With yeah, and we're not going to sedate him continuously to get yeah. acu acupuncture. But acupressure is something that we um, that we are also looking into. So there's lots of things. Um, the, that biggest, we have to just the biggest thing, though, I think that kind of precipitated this whole topic um, is really the fact that we can look back on our experience with Tiggy, uh, 20 years, 15 years, 16, 17 years, however long ago it was. And you go in and you get a diagnosis and that's it. That's the end of the road. It is, there's, there's no help. There's no other tools in our toolkit. There's nothing else that we can do. And this situation with Pooh Bear, while it's ongoing, we're about six months into really trying to evaluate. And we know weight is a big issue. And we know that, you know, uh, getting his autoimmune disease under control is going to be helpful. All those things, those are big staples. But meanwhile, we do have a holistic vet that we can go to. We do have 
a conventional vet that we can go to. We have Pam Roussel with Perfectly Holistic. We have uh, Karen Dundee Smith and uh, Merritt. I can never remember Merritt this Tolson. last Tolson. No, I always say it wrong. I say Tolson, but it is, it is Tolson. Meredith, you know, we love you. Sorry. <laughs> uh, animal communicators, though, that can help us just shed a little extra light. Um, Julianne Thorne, Dr. Katie Woodley. I mean, when we're talking about all the stuff and things, that holistic approach to actually have real resources that we can consult with and that we can, yeah. uh, oh, my God, feel like behaviorists. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's so many that's, I mean, it's something that we talked about in our last podcast, just how blessed we are to have so many resources now in comparison to, you know, when Tyke was sick and we were in the pet nutritional industry, but nobody knew anything about cats. And my soul cat is diagnosed with feline leukemia, which I think is cancer and nobody's telling me differently. And I don't know what to do. It was uh, it, it was a kind of scary situation, but now there are so many more resources and so much more. You don't have to pay for every resource. You don't have to. I mean, yes, there are a lot of people that you do need to. It, oh. People can't consultation to people without. can't just do it. Yeah, people can't just do it all for free. But there are so many resources and tidbits of information, right? Like. Um, all of the people that we have mentioned put out stuff on their social media platforms regularly that are like, oh, my God, I didn't even know that. Tips and tricks. Wow. that really, That's very interesting. Yeah. Like something we should maybe look into. You know, we're going through um, microbiome restorative therapy with Pooh Bear. We're sending that off tomorrow. Yes. Um the uh, which is a kitty biome, right? So my animal biome, we're, we're going to go through that with him, which hopefully will also help him lose weight. Yeah. We're um, looking into that too. So there's there's so many things. And I'm excited that, about the fur test analysis right. with uh, Dr. Kitty Woodley, mm -hmm. especially because, and I didn't realize this, you learn and grow every day, right? I didn't realize that a lot of these uh, flare-ups, these skin issues can oftentimes be because of uh, um, high metal, uh, what's the word for it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, metal yes high metal i don't know hair test analysis like where you have metals in your body right um and in and what's interesting is when a... i was talking to her yeah she, she said i just gave like brief history of um of his autoimmune disease and i said uh you know when he first was diagnosed he just had these like ugly crazy bumps all over his lip and it just swelled up his lips and we were like, Oh my God, we got to get him to a vet. What, are we, what is that about? So we take him to the vet and the vet uh, diagnosed him with rodent ulcers, right? Or eosinophilic, eosinophilic granulomas. I don't know how to say it, but um, they, they, it's an autoimmune disease or condition. So um, they said, the only thing we can do is steroids. And I was like, let me do some research. So I came home and I did some research and I saw that sometimes these can actually be a flare up from eating certain foods like fish or protein or like other proteins like chicken, fish and chicken are usually the main ones. And he was on fish in every food at that time. And we were feeding him a canned food diet. And so, and it was really hard to, at the time to find canned foods without fish in them. But we did our research. We looked into it. We found some foods without fish in and we took fish out of his diet and those things went away. And we were like, fantastic. And I was telling Dr. Katie Woodley this and she was like, oh my gosh, it might be, you know, heavy metals in heavy his metals. heavy metals in his body 
that could be, you know, contributing to this because if you took them off a fish and what does fish have? It's high in heavy metals. Then, um, and they went away, then that could be, you know, part of the trigger that he just has this underlying issue. And I was like, wow, that makes sense. Never thought about it like that. Just thought, oh, he has a fish allergy. Um, but I'd never connected those dots. Right. So, uh, so yeah. So, I mean, every step that we take as cat parents, everything that we do, whether, whether it's big or small, we, we are taking steps toward a healthier cat, right? So whether that's running tests or whether that's feeding a different diet or whether that's adding in supplementation or homeopathy or flower essences or An herb garden, herb gardens or whatever it is, like these are all just all steps that um, can really help your cat, right? And what I love so much and the reason that we're in the holistic world and in the, in the natural pet health world is because um, is because these things don't hurt. Right. They're they're They come they're like the do the least harm approach. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, we could. And if we went, we would, if we went with all the vet's advice and everything, he would be on steroids consistently every day. He would be on a non-protein diet as an obligate carnivore of made of kibble. He, you know, like uh, if we took all the advice of everyone, he would probably be on some injections. He'd probably have to be on insulin by now. And also, you know, like as a diabetic, he would end up being diabetic if he, if we didn't, you know, if we just fed him these carbs. So, so um, we have to take his health into our own hands and every step of the way is just a new learning lesson or an, a, a new piece of information that can help us to uh, to get to that part of the village. Right. To help us get to the, the best, best protocol results. for for our kitties. Yeah. Find the best path forward. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is it is you guys all know this. You can't just stop. You don't just give up like, oh, well, Cooper's got a limp. Yeah. Sucks for him. Yeah. You just keep going. And it's beautiful. There's so many um, resources out here. Yeah. Yes. And I see new people here on YouTube. Lizzie. Hello. I think I saw there Karen was... earlier or uh, Kathy earlier. Um, We're... So good to to see you guys. Welcome. Um, yeah. So, and there's a lot of other stuff going on. I mean, honestly, one, right. I need to redo my nails and I cut them off. Actually, they're just getting too long to type. We've got, um, yesterday we actually took a day off, um, which we don't ever do, especially in the middle of the week, but we were just getting to that point of, um, burnout, I guess you'd say. And, um, and over imbibed the night before. And we were like, I can't, I just can't, I'm not, I can't. <laughs> so, uh, so we took some time off, relaxed a little bit, rejuvenated a little bit. I think we've also discovered that there is a, um, we have a visitor cat in our backyard, which is helping to explain some of the behavioral issues that we are experiencing. I'm a little distracted by noises that I hear outside this closet right now. Um, so we're looking into a bunch of uh, ways to try to mitigate these uh, many, issues. Many as well. things, many things. Yeah. So uh, we're, like like we said before, we're in the trenches with you guys. We're just cat parents, just like you guys. So and we're um, taking you with us on yeah, the journey. So you guys get to just join us on our journey. So thank you guys so much for joining this episode 130 of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. I know it's a short one today, but. Um, we're exhausted. <laughs> so uh, we love you guys and we will see you guys all very soon. Bye, I guess. Bye, y'all. Uh...